Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, the number one podcast in construction, with your hosts, Joseph Valente and me, Paul Selvin. Get motivated, get inspired, and get educated. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hi everyone, I'm Paul Selman and welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast. Today I'm joined by a great friend and mentor of mine, Mike Green, and uh, he has had extensive years in business. So what we're going to try and do today is try to dig deep on as many business, leadership and motivational techniques as we can. So welcome, Mike. Fantastic. Thanks for asking me. It's a pleasure to be here. Not a problem. Uh, but like I said, we, we've got an extensive history in business in, in many different fields. I think when we last spoke, there was like 36 businesses that you're involved in, is that? Yeah, well, it's just over 40, actually. But, just over 40, uh, yeah, right. yeah, I mean, it's growing all the time and some drop away or they, they mm-hmm. as, as a sort of mentor... Uh, what you find is you help people to a certain destination Mm -hmm. then they don't need you they may come back for another um, piece of advice later but it's constantly evolving I I can never do much more than 40 but I can handle that I can imagine 40 I mean I've got two businesses I struggle with two (laughs) I mean on that point there must be some tips and and advice you can give people on leadership I mean how would you even begin to lead 40 businesses or yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, firstly, if you think of the word leadership, mm-hmm. that's been changed a lot in terms of the way people um, define how that should be done. Mm-hmm. So to me, people think, oh, there's, uh, there's different ways. What kind of leader should I be? And I remember yeah. in my 20s saying to one of my bosses, I've read three or four books, and books on management and leadership, and they're all different. Which one's right? <laughs> and what he said to me was, he said, it isn't about finding the right type of leadership. It's about finding what leader you are and making that work, making that right for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've all got different styles. Some people will, will be like full-on characters. Yeah. Others will be calm person that brings the calm to the business. Mm-hmm. Some leaders do lead from the front, and they and they are literally at the at the helm. Uh, sorry, at the, at the front doing everything. Yeah. But one of the things I learned from Clip Around the World Yacht Race was if you look at the skipper of a boat, they're often at the helm, which is at the back. But why are they at the back? Because they can see everyone on that boat. They can see everyone's doing their job. They mm-hmm. can see the sails and that they're working as effectively as they could. They can see the wind vanes and see it, where's the wind coming from? How do I need to adjust my sails? Mm-hmm. So there's no one form. There's lots of forms. Um, but the one thing I learned early on that enables me to work with a lot of businesses, support a lot of businesses, run several businesses, mm-hmm. is that you'll never be able to build anything of scale when you're hands-on no if you're hands-on you're 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 like one-dimensional you need to get perspective and lift out so Mm. and one of the things i know you teach is don't work on the tools work on the business stop working in the business start working on the business and if you're it necessarily if you've got multiple businesses you can only work at a senior level or you can only work at that perspective yeah. you can't be hands-on and that actually is a bonus i mean some mm. of the trades guys that um, i work with from the trade group the the biggest challenge for them is they've been trained in a certain skill and it is getting them to recruit great people to do that skill but not to do it themselves because they need to uh, motivate the people, attract the best people, train the best people, mm. run the financial side, the marketing, whether they do it themselves or whether they get other people. Yeah. So leadership has got many, many forms, but I do believe it's about finding the form that best works with you and your style uh, or your type of business. That's fair enough. And that is massive what you said there about trying to get, actually get away from the cold face of the business. That was instrumental in what I had to do. And um, yeah, I had to constantly look at where I was spending most time in the business and then look at how I'd make myself redundant from that role. So I gained my time back first by removing myself from the tools 
Then I moved into a sales role, then I had to remove myself from sales, and eventually, like you said, we have to move into a senior management. The one thing I did struggle with sometimes, though, was, was motivation and keeping motivated, yeah. especially when the times are hard. I mean, have you got any tips on, on motivation and keeping yourself motivated as a business owner? Yeah, well, I've been benefited from great mentors. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they're not always people that you employ as a mentor. You know, my mother no. was awesome, and uh, a, a guy who employed me and was my manager was awesome. So you get mentors in different forms. But one of them said to me once, uh, I said, I'm just not motivated. I need motivation. And he said well, that's your job then. Yeah. I said, well, how's that then? He said, motivation, if you break the word down, it's basically made up of motivation. And he said, if you think about it, you cut it in half, it's motive for action. If you can find your motive yeah. for taking action, you'll be motivated. So if that motive is, um, I, I, I want to spend more time with the kids, mm -hmm. I need to get off the tools. If that motive is, I want to make a multi-million pound business, you're not going to do that as an individual worker. No. So if you find your motive you will naturally find the, the drive that will take action. Okay. Well, yeah, and you've got to be aligned with that goal, I feel, as well, because some people think they'd be driven by money. Some people think that they're driven by other sort of aspects. But I think and the, the proof's in the pudding, and if you're not actually aligned with that goal, it just becomes harder and harder grind to actually try to achieve it. Yeah, and the world's full of uh, really depressed uh, millionaires and billionaires, yeah. you know, who haven't found that fulfilment. So... Mm -hmm. If I'm working with somebody, the first thing I say is, yeah. where do we want to be in three years? Mm -hmm. What's your goal? And they, and they might say, I want to make a million pounds or I want yeah. to make 10 million pounds or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And the first question I then say is, why? Yeah. What is it about that? And then if you drill in and work through mm -hmm. that, what you find, well, I want security. Yeah. Well, what would give you security? Having no mortgage half a million quid there okay what else would give you security having a regular income so we've got to build a passive mm -hmm. and often you find that they can get all that they mm. need for a fraction of what they're aiming for yeah now that doesn't mean to say they shouldn't aim for that goal mm -hmm. but if 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 that's all they want the money is just a tool mm -hmm. money in and of itself is it's, it's just paper is is it it, it 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 sort of doesn't exist in a way yeah it, numbers on the screen these days but it's what it gives us <laughs> yeah. gives us security mm -hmm. um, it can buy us nice things if that's what we want mm. if you know I remember when my daughter needed an operation and it was really important mm -hmm. and you know we could speak to the surgeon on the Friday pay 52 grand there and then transferred wow. across and she had the operation on mm -hmm. Tuesday you know there is nothing better than knowing that if a problem occurs, you've, you've got, got the covered. money. <laughs> there, there are very few problems in life or business that a, buck, that a bucket of cash won't fix. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, you talk about goals there as well. I mean, what drives Mike Green? What, what are you looking to achieve? I know from your history, you've yeah. obviously done the Clipper race, you've climbed mountains. I mean, is there anything else that's on that, that list that you're yeah, still- Yeah, so currently I'm- working with uh, other ambassadors to raise 100 million pounds uh, for a new Cambridge Children's Hospital. I've personally set myself a goal to raise at least Fantastic. a million uh, on Chamber of Commerce for Peterborough and Stamford, mm -hmm. trying to help other businesses grow because I want better business in Peterborough. I yeah. want businesses in Peterborough to be successful, to attract other good businesses to Peterborough. Uh, the money thing was done a long time ago in terms of, yeah. I don't need to worry about that anymore. And that does take a big pressure off. Yeah. Does that mean I don't have financial goals? Of course not, because I know that the finance will help other things. Yeah. Uh, uh, happen but I'm driven I mean I realised I retired at 46 in 2012 and I realised at that point that um, just being just being if you like whether mm. that's at home or, or, or doing nothing isn't enough for me no. business if, if it was like if someone said to you what's more important uh, mm. Paul home uh, business or family you'd say well family of course as yeah. we all would but 
to me, if someone asked me that question, it's a bit like saying, which arm do you want to cut off, your left or your right? Your now, right. what I'd say is I'm right-handed, so if I had to, I'd cut my left <laughs> off. Yeah. But why would I want to cut one of my arms off? Doing business, building business, helping other business people mm. grow, helping uh, the city become all it could and the people of the city be happier for me because five generations of my family have lived here uh, is really important. So, you know, it's family is one half of me, business, achievement, challenges mm. are another half of me. And if I had to give one up, it would be the business and everything else. But why on earth would I want to chop one of my arms off? I am more full and I give a better lesson to my kids to, mm. to follow by showing that I could do both. Uh, and actually, I'm better at both because of it. Because without both, something's missing. Definitely. You've got, to, you've got to have your why as well. I mean, I tried when I sold my first business. I had the first two weeks off and I'd look back and I realised in that 13 years I've been running that business, I'd only had about 11 weeks off in the entire 13 years. And all of a sudden, I had a fortnight off. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, thought yeah. I would enjoy it. But yeah, yeah, I was. It was one of the most impressed times I'd ever had because somebody had just taken away my drive, and I realised that I actually was getting a lot of thrill in life from from the chase. Yeah. So when I hit a goal, I'm naturally like it's like falling off a cliff edge. It's well, like what next? Yeah, no, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And interestingly, uh, fifteen odd years ago, I did Tony Robbins Mastery University. So over uh, four okay. years, he does his Unleash the Power Within weekends. Yep. And then if you if you buy into the next scale up, over four years, you do uh, life mastery, wealth mastery, relationship mastery, mm -hmm. um, spiritual mastery. You get all these different masteries, and he'll get the best people in the world right. to help you. So, for instance, uh, Al Gore did strategic mastery. Deepak Chopra did spiritual mastery. Um, John Gray, who wrote Men of Mars, Women of Venus, did yep. relationship mastery. But one of the things that Tony Robbins taught me, above all of those great things, was you always need a goal. You always mm -hmm. need to be striving for something. Otherwise, we become aimless, yeah. if you like. And then if you've got nothing, you see some a lot of people die within just a few years of retiring because yeah, yeah. they got no purpose. Mm -hmm. So he said, because he'd worked with presidents, gold medal athletes, uh, celebrities at the top of their mm -hmm. game, he said, the worst thing is that they achieve their lifetime goals. They climb their Everest, if you if yeah. you were. Because when you've become president, when you've got that gold medal, when you've climbed Everest, there's nothing bigger. Yeah, what's next? And if they haven't got something that's next, mm -hmm. like I'm gonna set up an institute, I'm gonna train other people to get gold medals, uh, I'm gonna help other people climb Everest. Mm -hmm. If you haven't got a destination beyond the destination, it can be like hitting a brick wall, mm. literally. Uh, and, and then often they'll get depressed, they'll become drunks, they, they, they've lost their soul. In fact, just recently I was at an event where someone who had sold for tens and tens and tens of millions, mm -hmm. and you could see he was broken yeah. by the fact that he'd sold his baby in effect. Taken his purpose. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you, and you could see, I mean, listen, there's not a lot of problems that a bucket of cash won't fix, as I said, mm -hmm. but in and of itself, it isn't enough. So no. what else is your motive for action? What, keep, what makes you want to wake up every morning? Mm. What makes you want to get out and do something every morning? Finding that why is really important. Mm. That's, no, no, I completely buy into that. I've been through that personally myself as well as I'm sure there's other, many other business owners I have. I mean, if you had one top tip to give to a business owner that's actually looking to get off the tools and looking to scale up, looking to actually achieve this goal, because we all have these lofty goals, especially in the trades industry of wanting to run a business, but we're often too busy to get yeah. there. I mean, what would that bit of advice be? Um, well, 
it's hard to make it just one if of I'm course, honest yeah, yeah. Um, I thought I'd put you on the but, spot <laughs> but if it, if it was just one yeah. it would be feel the fear and do it anyway okay because for most of them getting off the tools on and, and mm-hmm. employing someone else to be on the tools yeah. that scares the hell out of them because mm-hmm. suddenly I've got to do enough business not just to give me a wage yeah. and often that can be a challenge but I've got to cover that person's wage mm-hmm. as well uh, and it's scary stuff it in fact it is much harder to go from one person to mm-hmm. a two person business than it is to go from one thousand to 10,000 mm-hmm. you know that that first step is really hard and it is scary just like the first step um, of learning to walk just like when someone says jump you can do it or yeah. whatever uh, but feel the fear mm-hmm. it's natural everyone feels that fear but do it anyway that's take well, that step that's great advice I know that was one of the main fears and one of the main things I had to overcome in my business it was only when I started learning the spreadsheets and the financials behind the business that I realised that I could do and there was like a yeah. crystal ball to it but when you're just plucking numbers out of the air and not knowing exactly where you are in your business, you, you're about to feel fear. Well, and it's, it's, it's one thing to be on a journey on your own, mm-hmm. but that can get quite lonely. Definitely. Actually, once you start building a team, mm-hmm. you can have some banter, you can grow with people. You, I love, you know, sometimes you bring in great mm-hmm. people who are, who are really good at what they do, but other times you have homegrown success. And it's really great to take in uh, somebody who's an apprentice or uh, an intern mm-hmm. and see them evolve and grow, not just as a person but in the skill set that, that the business needs and the mindset that the business needs that's fantastic well Mark it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on Trade Secrets so, anytime um, and uh, like I so said we'll definitely get you on again in the future so if you've enjoyed uh, that episode of Trade Secrets feel free to like and subscribe to get the next episode thank you for listening to the Trade Mastermind Trade Secrets podcast if you want to find out how Trade Mastermind can help you further head to our website trademastermind.co.uk And don't forget to like and subscribe.